It's time for Minecraft Me, the show that's all about Minecraft. From beginning level to expert, we'll show you what you need to know to survive in the world of Minecraft. With Joseph Falby and Chase Nunes, what's coming up on this episode? This week on Minecraft Me, we show you more 1.5 goodness, this time with some redstone automation. Also, the Minecraft News of the Week, the server showcase, your questions, video emails, audio emails, and much more. This is Minecraft Me, episode 67, recorded on Thursday, March 14th, 2013. Minecraft Me is brought to you by Personas, makers of the Studio Live 1602 Digital Audio Mixer, which really, it's awesome because it packs in performance, great audio quality, and seamless integration with software, including an iPad app and a whole bunch more, and a smaller, affordable package. For more information, please visit personas.com. Hey everybody, welcome again to another edition of Minecraft Me. This is the show that is entirely about the game from Mojang called Minecraft. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, we show you how to play this awesome building blocks game. Whether it's basic stuff like building a house and learning how to survive, that's episode number one. Or if it's uh, learning the ins and outs of Herobrine's Mansion, which is episode 62. I don't know, I'm just guessing. I think I'm right. But I'm probably 62. wrong. I don't know. I'm just no. guessing. My name is Chase Nunes. I am the level 6 Weather Slayer, Asterix. And joining me, as always, is my good friend, buddy, tutor, guide, and robot champion. Here he is, Joseph Falby. Hey, Joe, how's it going, man? Good. I'm really glad you've embraced that asterisk. I think that's a, a really good thing. That I'm not telling that, what anybody uh, the asterisk means. It could mean that I'm ready to level up. I just haven't been well, leveled if, up if yet. Well, if somebody emails us and asks what it means, then we'll have to explain it. <laughs> I'll explain. E- editorial uh, executive privilege. Uh, it will just. I'll, I'll explain it. <laughs> the the episode. Just do it unprompted without an email. That'd be fine. Too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like, oh, Jim writes in. I'm like, there's no Jim. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> wrote in and he said <laughs> he wants to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Sorry for the delay. If you guys are watching us live, um, I made a, a mistake, really. It was all my fault for not starting on time. But it really didn't matter anyway because we were doing a lot of show prep. So. Eh, to each his own, I guess. Yeah. Um, lots of great things to talk about this week. We got one five dropping. It actually dropped. I don't know. Was it today? Yesterday. Yesterday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. I think it dropped on Tuesday. Tuesday. Dropped on Tuesday, but like anything uh, Mojang does, they they rolled out another snapshot today. So we'll chat about that, but we'll also show you something that you can make with one five materials. We also have uh, the news of the week. We got a great docket of news stories. We have an awesome server showcase once again. I have a very special treat to share with you guys some news about uh, us and and the server, and also something special coming to the community as well. So we got a lot of a lot of great things coming up. But let's get to the news. It's time for this week's Minecraft News. All right. The first news story this week is uh, for you console players out there. Now, a lot of you want to play Xbox 360's version of Minecraft. However, you may not have an internet connection. Uh, A lot of the country out there, they just don't have one. Well, guess what? You will be able to go down to the store and purchase the 360 edition of Minecraft 
for $19.99. It will hit retail on April 30. And uh, Joe, obviously, not everybody can afford to have a good computer. Not everybody has an internet connection. So here you go. Now you have a disc, you can install it, and now you can play. Yeah. Obviously, another big, big money push. <laughs> well, I, I think the other thing, too, is if, if it's one of the best-selling games on your platform and you realize there's a lot of people not buying it because they can't, right? it makes sense for you to release it in a method that is more accessible. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Perfect sense. Now, this particular version uh, will be identical to the retail version uh, and will also include the ninth title update that is going to be coming out here very, very soon. So they're going to roll that into that version of the game and then you'll get it. Uh, gamers in Australia, Hong Kong, India, New Zealand, Singapore, and Taiwan will have to wait a little bit longer uh, with those release dates set for early June. So if you're in those countries and other countries have not been specified. So if you're in other parts of the world, Unfortunately, there you go. Sorry about that. All right, let's move on to... Why is it Australia always gets hosed on these things? Uh, it's probably has something to do with maybe the approval process. Uh, and it'll be three times the price, probably. Yeah, yeah, and also probably has something to do with localization. Lo localization for Australia? <laughs> uh, I can understand New Zealand. Who knows what those Kiwis are talking about uh, <laughs> in Australia? Well, they what? have to add in the accent to everything. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> now We're going to release a Caribbean version with a pirate accent? Is that that's what's coming next, right? <laughs> right. Well, they, 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 they have a much stricter review process. And Da Vinci Virus is right. That's exactly what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mojang is also going to be releasing a service called Minecraft Realms. This subscription-based service will be uh, a place where you can actually go and get a server. Rates will be from $10 to $15 a month, and long-term plans will include profiles with trustworthy mods already installed. They want to make this a very safe place for kids to play because it will give the host strict control over who gets in. Uh, well, obviously, we'll see how this well go this goes. I mean, there's lots of, lots of hosts out there that do this kind of thing. Um, some providers are better than others. I know of one that's probably going to blow everybody out of the water. But then again, I'm just a little biased. But that's okay. Uh, but yes, Mojang's going to be launching something like this. What, what, what do you think, Joe? Is this kind of like EA having their own official servers, but then you have other providers out there? I mean, how do you how do you uh, take this spin? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't see it as being a big issue. I think it's... It's going to be for, for so one thing to Mojang's credit is they're going to make this a obviously a subscription based thing, and they know as many copies as they've sold of Minecraft, it's not a permanent thing, right? Once everybody on Earth has a copy of Minecraft because they wrote into it that you get all future versions in perpetuity, um, they're going to run out of people to get money from, right? So it makes sense for them to establish some kind of subscription based subscription based system. But they're also not forcing everyone into it, which I think is right. good. Yeah, you know that's good. It's not a requirement. It's not like you've paid for the game now. You have to pay for a subscription to play the game. Right. Yeah. It's so not a. It's not, it's like not a requirement. That. It's more like if you want to get in the if you want to get into the these hosted servers that are 
um, controlled and managed by you know somebody big who should at least have an idea of what they're doing. Right. This is a, a good option for you. Or if you're a parent and you're worried about what kind of content your kids might be exposed to, they could get onto one of these servers. Hopefully, they'll be a little more controlled than some of the some of the servers that I've seen out there. Not ours. Now, I will say this: our our server, we we strive, we do our best yes. to make it a family friendly environment. I know. We are, unlike the police, you know, we're not there 24-7. We can't police everything all the time, but we do our best. You know, we're human, um, and when we see something wrong, we we jump on it quickly and swiftly. Yeah. Uh, we have a great yep. group of admins on, on top of that stuff. So, All right. Now, Joe, we've had this uh, conversation many times, and that is about map size on the Xbox 360, where... Mm-hmm. We had this theory that the reason why the Xbox 360 didn't have large maps was because of memory. Well, yeah. uh, Skull Blocka 8 over on InsiderMediaGroup.com has this article and talks about how bigger worlds are possible on the Xbox 360, and you don't need the uh, the uh, the extra RAM for it. Now, right now on the Xbox 360, the maximum size for a world is 862 by 862. And they're saying that's not even 1% of 1% in the PC world. And he goes on to say that RAM does not equal world size. From his research, he's found that the maximum save file on the 360 is 2 gigs. And the biggest save file they've ever had is 30 megs, so there's a lot of room left. So they're saying that there's lots of room for world size improvement. Now, Joe, do you think, based on these findings, maybe someday down the road we're going to see larger world sizes? Or is this something where Mojang might hold on to when they launch something on the 720 next-gen console that this is like an upsell feature or something like that, perhaps? I... I don't know, maybe. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I'm wondering, so these are basing it strictly on comparing comparing it to the PC version or comparing it to the standard desktop edition of Minecraft. Right. And they're saying with a, with a desktop, a PC version of Minecraft, 2 gigs of RAM, which is how much memory the Xbox 360 have, will get you about 64 million blocks before things start having issues. Right. Which is significantly larger. Than what the Xbox 360 supports right now. Exactly. However, I'm wondering if there's something else going on in the background, something that that maybe somebody not familiar with with Xbox development may not be aware of, or maybe something, something that has to be there that is taking up more space than what everyone or what these people are are believing. Right. Or maybe something Xbox is they're restricting for some reason, like they yeah. can only use so much memory and they're not allowed to use yeah. more. Or maybe it's something to do with the fact that it's a uh, it's a downloadable content title not a main distribution title you right. know not a a big big name ch- title at least not yet it's getting there right um but uh i don't know it, it'll be interesting we'll we'll i guess we'll have to watch it and see but uh you know uh, maybe they're also maybe they're just trying to play it safe they want to make sure the experience is reasonable for people on consoles i know they do, they do that a lot especially with early releases on consoles yeah they underuse the hardware. That's why games start looking so much better, even within the same generation. Right, yes. So, <laughs> Well, um, I don't know. We, we haven't seen the f- map sizes increase. So, and Not it's, yet. And it's been out for a while. 
Yeah. And it's going to be reaching title update number nine here shortly and still no word on map sizes. Maybe that's down the road, perhaps, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's an interesting study. We'll have a link in our show notes if you want to really get into the detail. It's pretty fascinating stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And talking about the 360, title update number nine is still in bug fixing stage. Uh, they haven't released that yet for Xbox to review. Last week, I talked about it, that there was a chance that it was going to happen last week. It did not. However, you can now pick up skin pack number four. Uh, in skin pack number four, this includes skins over two dozen from Dragon Age, Gears of War, Assassin's Creed, Borderlands, and Mark of the Ninja. So there you go. If you want some skins, so, yes, Joe. Somebody, uh, something I I ran across online, people talking about, um, talking about this the skin pack. Skin pack number four is. How come the Xbox gets skins that have little things that poke out? Like there's a, a couple skins that have extra blocks that stick out of the standard player model. Oh yeah. And yeah. um if you look at uh, if you look at the the um the screenshot? Yeah, if you look at the screenshot you can see there the uh the robot from um uh, why can't I think of it? Uh you know I mean he's not a standard shape. Yeah. And uh the you see the hair the hair thing on that the guy second from the right. You can see how it kind of sticks out in front of his face. He's got a little, a little bump uh, on the front. Yeah. Yeah, how come they're getting that on the Xbox and we don't have that on the PC? I don't. I don't know. That's not fair. As a PC yeah, here they game, are in I'm game. I'm declaring that, that as being unfair. Here they are in game. This is yeah. you know legitimate. So yeah, I don't know. So I don't. So know. anyway, yeah, I think I just yeah, claptrap. Thank you, Borderlands claptrap from Borderlands is who the little robot guy is. Uh, but yeah, I, I I some people were complaining about that online, and uh, I was like, yeah, that's a actually it's kind of a good point. Why don't we have that? We should have that. Maybe that'll be a big feature on one six. <laughs> Maybe. And, and as we said at the top of the show, <laughs> Minecraft 1.5, the Redstone update is out right now. It's not on our server, but you can download it and play it to your heart's content on a vanilla server, perhaps, or on your very own. Uh, I would suggest using some sort of multi-launcher program, uh, but uh, there's uh, lots of things. Redstone stuff, uh, daylight detectors, comparators, Nether quartz, activator rails, etc., etc., etc. However, hoppers and droppers, hoppers and, and droppers, and custom names and, for mobs. Oh my! And quartz and, and quartz. quartz. Oh my! Yes. Quartz. Oh my! And right on schedule today, Mojang released Snapshot 13W11A. It's barely out, yes, but this is not a 1.6 snapshot. This is really a 1.51 bug fix snapshot. Uh, they hope to yep. release this 1.51 update next week. And there's a few uh, few stuff, a few things. Like fire doesn't show on an eight-layered snow and hopper. Long scoreboard objective tiles can be set off screen. Um, and some other other bug fixes as well. So that's it. So, Joe, we're going to talk a little bit. Actually, we're going to get into... Now, last week we, we did the 1-5 challenge. So we got people off and going on 1-5. Yep. And now people probably want to build with 1.5, right, Joe? And they want to start making some things with it, right? Yeah, so we're going to do just some sort of a basic, something you can add to your existing build. Right now, it's obviously something you'd only be able to do really offline uh, or in, in single-player mode. It's really kind of hard to do in servers just because of the way blocks work and stuff, or chunks work and stuff. Right. But uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. We'll talk about some of the potential. And we'll talk about some of the future options you can have that give you uh, more flexibility and, and cool things you can do. I've seen some really, really fantastic things. Um, it's just they're kind of hard to replicate sometimes. 
Well, you know, it happens. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll get it. I just haven't had time to really futz with it yet. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's uh, let's stop talking about it right now and uh, let's jump to it. Let's play some Minecraft. Ha ha! It worked. What worked? Oh, I don't know. Let's play. <laughs> I'm just messing around. All right. So as I look down from the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. No. Hey. Hey. All right. Hi. What? Nothing. So what do we got going on? Uh. So um. So this contraption I built out in the um in the front yard, I suppose. Uh. So to speak. On the beach. What it? What? We're on like on the beach. This is sand, and there's water, and some more water on Whatever. the beach. All right. Um, <laughs> so what what this thing does is basically it transports materials from over here, from the chest up above, okay. to this chest over here in the ground. Wow. Why can't you just uh, pick them up, Joe, and just carry them over? Well, this distance doesn't make any difference, right? <laughs> I mean, you could. It wouldn't be hard to do. However, right. you notice the only thing connecting these is a piece of rail. Ah, that's true. And if you put some repeaters on this, this rail could be way long in the depths of your mind. And Now, let me anyway, ask you this. Um, Here's a question that I've always ran into. If, let's say, you made this a long ways, would it work if the chunks weren't loaded in on the other side of the map? Well, that's the thing is, if you're in multiplayer server, because multiplayer servers just preserve CP, you unload chunks that people aren't active in. Uh huh. This will not work when the minecart leaves the chunk you're in. Ah. If you're in single player, I don't think you have that limitation. You don't have the same sort of problem. It's, it maintains a lot more chunks in active memory because it doesn't have to deal with sending those out to a lot of people. So this is a really good thing for single player. Or but if it's you're not working with work a buddy, well on servers, unless you're working with a buddy, like there's a guy on the other end, perhaps. Well, you really need people along the line. That's and there, there are mods out there for bucket servers that will enable you to keep chunks alive, but uh, not all that many servers run them, and uh, it's sort of a you know a admin's choice as to if they have it or not. But uh, like I said, this will work really, really well in a single-player map, and it, my thought is it'll work good for taking material from a uh, from a, the depths of a mine. If you're mining away, right, in, down in the depths of somewhere, and you don't want to have to run all the way back under the surface to drop a bunch of stuff in a chest, this is a method to take the precious stuff out of the mine and put it in a chest that you care about. And you know, and if you're and if you're working in a mine, uh, you know, you could be in that chunk, and so you're sending it back up to your your main thing or right. whatever. But yeah, 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 that makes sense. So how do so, we how do we make this? What do we do? Okay, well, uh, let's give a quick demo of how it works exactly first. Why don't you grab in this chest okay. the one that's that's on this other side? Right. Uh, go ahead and open that up, and what you'll see is there's a stack of different materials. Just grab uh, half of one of those stacks. You don't need a full stack because it'll take forever to transport. Okay. Oh, gosh. Why won't You're you... are failing at this. There we go. I was trying to grab half. All so right. Yeah. Grab <laughs> half of that. All right. So now uh, go ahead and, and put it in that chest up above. And what you'll see is as soon as you drop it in there, you see the numbers start counting down. Open the chest back up. And you oh, yeah. You see the numbers counting down. What they're doing is if you click on the hopper, right-click on the hopper in the middle, you'll see they're, they're passing. One block appears to be in the hopper, but it's actually continually passing through oh, the hopper. The you click on the now chest. Now it, it just changed. Right. If you click on the chest in the minecart, you'll see they're actually going into the minecart. So this hopper is taking things out of the chest above and putting it in the chest on the minecart. Okay. Now, the cool thing about this is... What I'm actually going to do is I'm going to flip. I'm going to wait for. Let's wait for. Uh, it's full. Is it finished? Yeah. Okay, it's finished. So I'm going to flip this switch over here, and, and you'll see it. It head off to the other side, and dump all of its stuff. So now you can see it stopped. 
and it's actually dumping that stuff into this chest. Oh, yeah. Now, wait. Wait, wait for it to finish, and as soon as it finishes, you'll see it start bouncing back and forth on this rail. So it's going to be almost finished here. I'm going to jump out so you guys can watch. Okay. So you'll see the minecart start going back and forth on the rail, and then we'll show you one of the really cool things that I think about this is you can actually leave this running. You'll see it's just kind of going back and forth. And as soon as I put a stack of something on this side, it'll stop on that How side, load up. How does it know to up. leave? <laughs> well, it's it's really cool. It uses both comparators and the hoppers and the, the way comparators work with chests. That's so a... now the reason I have the switch over here is this overrides the, the signal so that it will stop the minecart from bouncing back and forth because it drives me up the wall. Um, but, uh, but it will send it back over here once it's done and it'll just stop. Yeah, it'll send it back over here. And it'll park and, it, basically. Uh, yeah, and, and now it's ready, so now I could go back in here and dump a bunch of more stuff in the upper chest. You can make that a double chest if you wanted to. The nice thing about this is if you're digging a deep mine and you have many, many stacks of material, you load this that chest up above full, and you walk away. <laughs> and, right? I mean, you just yeah. walk away. And the yeah. mine cart, if it's not here, it'll come back, it'll stop, it'll unload that chest, and then it'll head back out and drop it off wherever you, wherever you have it to go. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy so it's it's pretty wild uh so, it's actually something that that really you were only able to do in uh in some of the tech it or uh, feed the beast mods previously so let's show people how to make it i mean yeah so so yeah that the, there's a few there's some components that go into it and we'll talk about how exactly what those components are okay um obviously the big thing is the hoppers right and uh the other one is the comparators and we've talked about comparators and hoppers in the past um, so there's a there's a comparator and okay. there's a hopper. All right. And what's kind of unique about the hoppers, at least for me, is if you build a a thing like this, and uh, I'm gonna put a chest underneath it. Um, I'm gonna put a chest. Yeah, that'll work. All right. Um. All right. Put a chest here and then build the hopper. It's facing the wrong direction. Doesn't matter. All right. So we'll put a chest actually up here. <laughs> and what I think is, is really fantastic about these is when you put an item... Crap. I always forget that. So putting hoppers down is kind of funny. Uh, they always... See how see how it has this extra funnel that sticks out right on the very bottom? Yeah. Uh, wait, let me fix that. Now, typically, Joe would All be right. cut off when this happens. <laughs> but now we can hear them clearly. So so that little funnel actually will point the direction the material is going to go. So if I put it there, you can see there's that funnel is sticking straight down. So the, uh, the material is going to go straight down. Yeah, and, if, and if, you have, if I put it all the way down there, you'll see the material is going to the side. Right. And what's really cool is if I put another one, another if I try to put another hopper next to it, and it's always kind of, it's a little hard to put some of the hoppers right next to each other just because of how it is to place. Right. They'll actually point at each other, and you can go right down the line with hoppers, one hopper into another, into another, into another, to move objects a distance if you want to move them more than, more than a couple blocks, but not, you know, like you want to do with the train rail. Now, if you, if I put a whole stack of material up in the top, the top one, and actually, let me have you do this. Okay. I'm going to throw all of this, this whole stack of stone at you. Go ahead okay. and grab that. Got it. Okay. Now, um, I'm going to also put a, a lever underneath. And now I've turned that lever on. 
even though it doesn't, even though you can't really tell, let me put some redstone next to it so you can really tell. Um, so now you can see that when that lever's on, mm -hmm. it's in the down position, the redstone's lit. So it's actually powering that hopper now. If you put all that stuff in the hopper up above. Okay. You mean in the uh, chest In the above. upper hopper. Yeah, I'm sorry, the chest, yeah. Okay. You'll see it's not draining. Right. Well, if I flip the switch, now you'll see it start draining. It, nope. Why is it not draining? Because it's not doing the hopper above. How many did you put in? 56. I didn't put in the hopper. I put it in the chest. Oh. Well, to... anyway, hoppers won't drain if they are if they have a redstone signal running to them. Oops. I deleted one too many things. <laughs> um, but they won't drain if they have a, a, a hopper or a, a redstone signal going into them. Oh, it filled up. The, 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 okay, uh, so now the hopper's filled up. Oh, no, it's filling up. Yeah, it's filling up. Yeah. And it's soft. It stopped when I put a chest down below? Yep. Oh, you know what? I'm putting... I'm putting uh, yeah, that's my problem. I grabbed... Uh, so I grabbed trapped chests. Oh. And uh, trapped chests work very differently. <laughs> um, they... Uh, they output a signal. We talked about them before. They output a signal when there's... Okay, here we go. We so they the, all put a signal when there's... We put the wrong kind a, of chest um, in there. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh? I didn't know we put a wrong yeah, kind there's, of... Yeah, there's there's different kinds of chests now. So let me throw these these uh, blocks back at you. Okay. Um, all right, there you go. So there's right. a bunch of stone. I'll go ahead and throw it in the top chest. Okay, now it's draining. Okay, and... It stopped. You see, when I flipped the switch, it stopped. Right. And that's because I energize the hopper. Now, when you energize a hopper, it stops flowing. Um, reset the time. It, it'll stop flowing through that hopper. So you can block a hopper just by putting redstone into it, which is a really cool feature. Now, there's another really cool feature that has to do with these redstone comparators. So if I throw some comparators out here... Oops. I keep deleting that bloody hopper. All right. Um, if I throw some redstone comparators out here, what you'll actually see is when a, a chest or a hopper has objects in it, um, it lights up that redstone comparator. Um, so here you can see a little bit of redstone signal coming out of both of those because both of those chests have something in have them. have material in them. Right. The, the chest and the hopper both have material in them. So that's what I'm actually using over here. If you look over here, I have a comparator coming out of this hopper. Okay. That goes into an inverting block. That's the block with the torch on the side. Right. So anytime there's an object in this hopper, and let's uh, let's actually send this minecart away for just a bit. It didn't stop. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? This. Okay, so we'll send that minecart over to the other side. Now, if I fire off this, if I drop some blocks in the upper thing again, you'll see immediately it loaded, started loading up the hopper, turned this it comparator turned on, on, right? Yeah, and turned off this 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 torch, right? which turned off the signal to the rail. So that's how it stops the minecart when when there's something in there. You're actually pulling the signal out using the comparator. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's kind of it's kind of funky, but the base of it is this arrangement or if you're using a using a hopper that arrangement. So Same idea. So you're basically making a a, a, a kind of like a reverse detector circuit that tells you when something's inside. Right. So when something's when I when something is in the hopper, right. I want to stop the minecart underneath it so that it'll load the minecart. 
Right. Because if I don't stop the minecart, it's just going to keep firing back and forth. And, and it'll you, grab a couple blocks, but it will never fully empty the chest. It'll never fill it up. So so basically, right. an unpowered rail is like a brake almost. Right. And and a, well, an unpowered rail is a brake. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that's all, all this is doing. And it's basically doing the same thing on both sides. You can see on this other side, I have a, a slightly condensed version of the same thing. I have the hopper down below. Right. With a comparator coming out of it. Now, when that hopper is full of something, that comparator is going to be uh, powered. So if I dump some stuff into it, you can oh. see the hopper just lit up. Yep. And it's firing off into this this torch, which in turn is firing off this redstone when there's nothing in it because it's inverting the signal right here. Right. And then as, so as soon as it finishes emptying that, that chest, it'll shoot off to the other side. I think I threw a bunch of, yeah, I threw a bunch of uh, redstone torches in there. But you'll watch. It's, uh, there it goes. So it just emptied this hopper down below. And that's what caused it to fire off over here. Now, this side is loading up the chest, and it's going to fire it off the other direction. 10, so this is actually 9, really 8, pretty 7, simple. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Yep. Ten. And it'll stop over there and empty it. That is. So, I mean, it's actually fairly simple. It's, it it seems complicated, and the principles behind it are, are maybe not that straightforward. But once you get understand them, it gets a lot easier. Now, this interrupter switch it uses another way that... that Okay, because that's gonna drive me up. All right, uses another <laughs> another thing for comparators. Right, comparators will, um, will change whether they allow signal through based on the strength of the two relative signals. Okay, all right. So, if you have a comparator, and let's throw some some redstone out here and throw a lever on this end, you see how it's it's powered now, and right. it'll pass this signal right through without changing it. So you can see it's going to going to go right out there, and you can send it off another way. But if I put this on the side and power that, you, you can see it shut off the whole comparator. Right. Now, the reason for that is this signal basically acts as an off switch for the comparator. This is basic so electronics, this, kids. <laughs> right. Well, if this signal is stronger than that one, it'll shut it off. Now, if that signal's not as strong, so if I switch over here and turn, so I now I've boosted that signal, right, by putting a switch this close to it. Yeah. And if I put this switch out here a ways and flip it on, you can see it, the uh, comparator still enabled. So it's all about how far it is from the object or from the actual comparator. So it's uh, comparators are are really really powerful things, and and how they how you interact with them can be. I was just having complete just brain farts earlier <laughs> trying to deal with this and and you know, wrap my head around some of how this works. And then I had a little bit more caffeine and suddenly everything got clearer. Um, now we got a couple of yes. questions from the chat uh, while we're doing this. Yeah. I think this would be a good time. Now, Malik is asking, will a hopper drop into a furnace? So can you have yes, items? Yes, a hopper will drop into a furnace. So, uh, so this actually is just the first step. This whole principle is really just the first step. If you wanted to go a little further, um, yeah, if you grab a... In fact, not only will it drop into a, a furnace, it'll drop into... A uh, a brew stand, wow! Uh, into a dispenser or a um, uh, a dispenser or a dropper, uh, it'll drop into a lot of different objects, and it's it's really really cool. Some of the stuff you can do with them. So if I grab a uh, let me grab a um, a furnace, okay, and I'll go ahead and set a furnace down here, and then I'll put a hopper on top of it, maybe if it lets me. Right. Remember how I said hoppers are kind of funny to place. Sometimes you have to place. The hopper first, and the block you want to put it put things into second. Now, 
I actually haven't tried this. I, I probably should have tried this beforehand, but I didn't. Um, let's uh, put another chest up on top of here. And I think... So right now, the, the chest is empty. Okay. I think if I put coal in the top chest... All right. Here, let me do it. Give me some coal. Um, yeah. Well, let me give you a stack of coal here. So here's, here's some coal blocks. So I think if I if you throw those into the top top chest, I think it'll automatically put them. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. Oh no, they're putting it. It is putting it into the top position on the furnace. Now there is a way to automatically dispense things into the lower position, but I'm not sure. Let me see if I can oops, um, figure out exactly how you do that real quick. I'm just wondering. Oops, I put that furnace in backwards. There you go. Um. So I'm kind of wondering if you can do it this way. So let me try putting this coal into this. Okay, so yeah. On a furnace, okay. a, a hopper putting it into the side mm -hmm. will put it into the lower section. Okay. And into the top will put it into the upper section. So you could actually, over here, you could have a mechanism or a system that instead of dumping this into... Um, say you're, you you want to make a whole bunch of smooth stone, which is the uh, the stone that looks uh, looks like this, right? That's smooth stone, and but when you're mining, of course, all you get out is traditional cobblestone, like that. Yep. Well, the way to convert cobblestone to smooth stone, as we've talked before, is to to actually smelt it, put it through one of these uh, furnaces. So if you put a stack of cobblestone into the upper, or I'll, actually, I'll have you do it. Into the grab grab some of those. Grab those uh, cobblestones and throw them into the upper, upper chest. Okay. And now it's feeding. And, and look, if you come around to this side, you can actually see it running. The furnace is actually running. Yeah. And if you right-click on it, you'll see in the upper position are, um, are the cobblestone, and sure. in the lower position is the the um. Now the is there fuel. now is there a way? Now you can go. Yeah, you can go a step further than this. If you put a hopper below the furnace. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so you can see where this is going to go. Yes. So I'll put a chest here, and I'll put a another hopper, if I can can get there. Oh, it's kind of a pain. Um, I should have built this a couple blocks higher. All right. Put another one below. Um, let's see. Got to build it like this first. Okay. So now, good crammy. I'm stuck underground. All right. Now if I put this here... If you open up that chest, you'll see we're getting the smooth stone out. Oh <laughs> and there's no reason why I couldn't put a double chest there or a double chest for any of these. So right? so basically you have an automatic so you can have, you can literally have a train bring your stone up to here. You have a train yep. bringing your coal to here. You can replicate this system over here and you can basically mm -hmm. have an automated smooth stone factory. Right. And it but it doesn't stop here. You can go further than this. If you want instead of Instead of, like I said, instead of doing a, uh, instead of doing a furnace or a, a, a yeah, a furnace here, um, you can use a, uh, a brewing stand and actually do fully automated brewing. And I've seen some really, really cool plans on doing fully automated brewing. Oh my gosh. Uh, the other thing you can do is you can actually uh, change things or you can actually set up these hoppers in such a way that you can sort materials out. Right. It's a little bit more complicated to do, but you could have one train cart going down there with mixed materials that actually does separate it out and put only the coal into one side and only the uh, 
the the dirt in or only the uh, cobblestone into the other. Right. So there's a lot of really cool stuff I've seen out there. Just amazing things that people can do with this, and uh, it's now, all part of one five. Now on a on a technical side of things, mm -hmm. is this going to add more server load? I mean, I know you said you mentioned that they kind of change a little bit on how the code operates in a server. Is this going to add much more load to a server doing these kind of contraptions? You know, we're not. I'm not really sure yet. Um, it should. It probably will. Okay. But um, I don't know how much more. And so yeah, is it is it still cranking away? Oh, yeah. we we ran out of cobble. Let me let me give you a whole a bunch more cobble here. Um, there you go. There's a whole bunch of cobble you can just throw on the top. Um, and reset it back to morning. So, but. I I have a feeling this will to some degree this will, um, this will increase server load at least sort somewhat, but I also think it it's not because make, of the way they simplified things. You can make especially this, using comparators, huh? Oh, you know, Chloe uh, was was saying in the chat room you can uh, use a uh, Ender chest instead of chests here, right? Uh, I don't think so. Ah, because a chest right is universal for the server, and Ender chest is attached to you. So the 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 hopper's not going to know which blocks to pull out of an ender chest because theoretically everyone has their own blocks in an ender chest. Oh. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we can try it. I've never tried it though. Well, let's give it a try. Let's All see right. what happens. So let's. I'll throw an ender chest on the wall. I'll go ahead and throw another chest. Uh, actually, I'll throw a dirt block down below it. I'll put an ender or a hopper in the middle, and throw a regular chest down below. Now. Does she mean pulling from an ender chest or pulling from a traditional chest into an ender chest? I don't know. Uh, but here, put an ender chest over here. Okay. So, well, let me reverse this next to it. So I'll put an ender chest here. Okay. Actually, I'll put a regular block there, a hopper oh, hopper on top of it, and a traditional chest above Oh, that. I see where we're going. We're, we could have a perpetual circle here. <laughs> well, well, I'm just trying to reverse it. I just want to see. So if I... if I uh, Let me give you a, another stack of... Uh, Oh, let's give you some. Uh, let's give you some gravel this time. Okay. okay. All right. So go ahead and throw that stack of gravel into the upper chest. Half of it into the that traditional chest. Okay. And, and half of it into the ender chest on the on the right. Uh, this ender chest is pretty full. Oh, it's your ender chest. That's why. Yeah. And it's not nothing's draining from it. Yeah. So I don't think these work with. Well, ender hold on chests. now. Uh, yeah, no, they they're not working with the ender chest. Yeah, so let me um, I'll try a, a stack of material on mine. Now, and then what this. happens is it crashes the server because it's a, <laughs> as Jay Huckabee says, a quantum singularity. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's an issue, but <laughs> yeah, so it's not draining out of the ender chest. So this will only work with traditional chests, and um, and it it's kind of funny with trapped chests, which are are kind of a new thing with one five. Um, but yeah, so only consider it to only work with traditional chests and, uh, but it doesn't matter if it's regular, you know, single width or double wide chests. It'll work either way. Cool. Um, they both work just fine. One of the cool things. Oh, uh, speaking of trap chests, I, I just thought I'd throw this out there. I thought this was a really cool thing. So you know how right now you can't put chests right next to each other cause they automatically turn into double chests. Yeah. Well, the fix for that is to put down a trapped chest. Oh. So now you can have a bunch of small chests next to each other. Uh, or you can do a row of double chests right next to each other. Because the trap chest and the traditional chest will can coexist right next to each other without any issue. And from a player's point of view, there's no effective difference between the two 
other than the build cost. Trap chests are a little more expensive because you have to use some redstone. And why would you use? Because oh, a, a trap chest is basically like a redstone chest. Well, when you when you open a trapped chest, so um, so we'll take a look at this real quick. See how the the redstone attached to the two trap chests oh, and didn't attach to the traditional chest? Yeah. Well, watch what happens when I open this chest. Ah. It actually outputs a signal when you open the chest, and the signal gets stronger for the more people who have it open. The more so, people yeah, who that, open it. Yeah. So if I open it, it only goes out so far. If you and I both open it, it'll go out further than that. If we get a whole bunch of people opening it, it'll go out. It, it eventually will go out the maximum distance of redstone. That's weird. It's a little hard to illustrate here because we only have two people. Right. But. Uh, but yeah, that that is that the trap. The idea behind a trap chest is you can actually in, find out how many people. Can are you in put it. two hoppers under a double chest and have it drain into both? Ooh, that's another good question. People keep asking all these questions. All right, well let's find out. All right. So if I put another another block here, let's get rid of that chest. Okay. And I'll put another hopper below this one. Okay. And I'll put a traditional chest on one side and a trap chest on the other, just to see what happens. Okay. So the traditional chest is getting nothing. Well, there's oh, nothing. Oh, up well, there. that's because there's nothing in the chest anymore. All right. So let me let me um grab a whole another stack of cobblestone. Okay. So the uh, item both item hoppers are full, and yeah, both both chests are getting it. Yeah. So that is splitting. So yeah, it will split. I don't know how. Um, Actually, the other one is only getting it. This one is not. Oh yeah, it is. It's just di well, it's empty again. Yeah. I mean it. You, you're that you're pulling it out twice as fast now, yeah. so it's emptying it pretty quick. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a new a new honey pot on the server. Someone was saying yeah. in the chat room, "Oh, don't open the chest." <laughs> um, Boom. So one last thing yeah. I want to talk about, and this is something I just learned about today. Okay. And normally, you know how I feel about record blocks, right? You hate them. jukeboxes. You hate them. I know. I really don't like. You don't like music at all in the game. Well, it's true. Be I don't honest. know about that. You don't really like. Sorry. Eh, all right. Let me let me figure out how to give myself some records. Um, okay. All right. Um. They're not in the in the picker for creative mode. Yes, I'm in creative mode. No, I don't feel bad about it. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. So if I throw a, a jukebox down. Okay. And then I go ahead and put a. Uh, Oh, let's put a let's put a comparator next to it just because you know because you can right. Um, you can see there's no there's no light coming off of it. There's no redstone signal coming off of it. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is dig a long trench. I'm gonna fill the holes that I the extra holes I made. I'm gonna fill it with these uh, redstone lamps. And now I'm going to run redstone across the whole thing. This is, and the only reason I put the lamps down is so we can really see it really easily. Okay. Now, if I give myself some records, okay. Um, uh, let's see, uh, two, two, five, six. Okay, so this is a music disc. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and give myself another one, two, two, five, seven, and give myself different ones. Okay, uh, five, eight, five. Hey, you know what? I think they might be consecutive. Yeah, look at that. All right. So now I'm going to go ahead and throw this disc in there. And look at how far it lit. Whoa. Okay. Okay. So you can really clearly see how far that one lit. Two blocks. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to try a different disc. Okay. Whoa. Look at that one. It went three discs. Four. So this is what I'm trying to get across is you, you can actually detect which song is playing 
based on how far the signal travels. Oh, <laughs> wow. So if I give myself, uh, instead of instead of just going through these consecutively, let's give myself 65, which is this, the, the second to last disc. And I'll swap that one in. Whoa. See, that one goes, see how far that one goes, all the way out there. So you, this is really cool for people who are building adventure maps on, on, vanilla, on vanilla. They don't want to have any mods or anything like that. You can actually detect which song is playing. So remember when we were playing Herobrine's Mansion? Yes, I remember the song very well. And he was detecting when we would beat a, a beat a, um, a, uh, a critter. Okay, that's enough. All right, beat, a, beat one of his, um, his lieutenants. No, you cannot have the disc to put it back in. Um, <laughs> when we would beat one of his lieutenants, he would he would drop a record and right. we would put it in there. Yeah. And it would detect that we put the record in. So it well, was doing this method. No, he, this was pre-1.5. Oh, that's true. So he actually, I'm not sure exactly how this was doing it, but the nice thing here now is in that case, we could have spawned any record we wanted and given it to ourselves and just dropped it in there. And in fact, when I went back and redid it without having to go through and fight everyone again, right. that's exactly what I did because ah. I didn't want to deal with fighting everyone again. Right, yeah. So, so yeah, in, in this case, though, okay. he could actually say specifically he needs this record. And it'd be a lot harder for somebody to cheat their way out of it. But, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool... I, I just think this is one of the fantastic uses. I mean, it really gives you a clear picture and and each disc has a different name and and you can tell you know that is you can really clearly really tell which cool. one is playing had no idea did so that. that is yeah that's that's a that's one of the new 1.5 things and that's that's one of the things they uh i i only read about it today i was like really that's fantastic that so. is awesome um so these comparators are really really powerful little blocks now in order to get them of course you need quartz and the only place to get quartz is in the nether so um good luck with that you know Good luck, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least it's not in the end. You know, wow. Be worse. So. Well, if you guys have any 1-5 questions or any 1-5 things that you want us to show, drop us a note and uh, go to minecraftme at geekgamer.tv. That's the email address. And put 1.5 in the subject line. And we'll love to show off some 1-5 creations. Because uh, no doubt with Redstone, there's a lot, a lot of basic, intermediate, and advanced things you can do. Where are you going? I'm just running. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just running out there. Just I'm just going to run off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome stuff. All right. Well, there you go. There's oh. our our, uh, our our play it segment. Really good stuff. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, now it's uh, it's time to to kick off the uh, server showcase of the weekend. And this week, uh, we have a great server showcase to show you guys. Now, before uh, uh, before I jump into the game, I want to um, tell you guys about it because this is one of those things. Uh, that uh, we're, we're trying to do more. So this server showcase this week uh, comes to us from Norm51912 and Norm's Girl. And what they have built are two glass domes. Now, one of them was built by Norm. The other one was built by Norm's Girl. Uh, the fun dome has a boardwalk that exhibits gigantic creeper, zombie, enderman, TNT block with a lit fuse. Smokes. A ghast, which leads to a maze and an observation tower with pixel art and an optional rail to the top. Uh, the Dome Village is a village and a farm built by Norm51912, including a cathedral. So let's go ahead and hit the music. It's time for the Server Showcase of the Week. Server Showcase of the Week. All right. 
I'm a little slow in the uptake here, so let me uh, <laughs> let me jump into the. I'm zoo. already here, and this is fantastic. I know. So let me uh, jump in. And uh, Joe, can you bring me up? Oh, let me. Uh, can you bring me I'm, over? I'm flying right now, but I'll uh, I'll. I'll I'll uh, teleport you real quick. I know every, uh, everybody here is like seeing me like oh my god it's <laughs> it's him he's right there. All right, all right. I'm gonna turn off the the chat. Uh, uh, turn off the chat here for a minute. Stop bugging Da Vinci virus. You can turn into a banned person. <laughs> all right. So we got the fun dome and the dome village. Where should we head to first, Joe? Uh. Well, let's go to the fun dome. All right, I'm gonna walk to the fun dome. All right, actually, I'm flying. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go over the path though. So as you notice, yeah, we're I am under. Flying over the path. Well, as you notice, we're under these glass blocks. So yes. So we're going, 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 Holy going. Smokes. This is fantastic. And uh, let me walk in here and look. Hey, wow. Hey. There's a creeper. There's a zombie. Whoa! Look at that Enderman. That is awesome. And he's got a, a glowstone block. Well, now we know where all the glowstone in the server went. Yeah, it all went right here. I've heard that it's a little short. I, I've heard yeah. that it's in fairly high demand, so at least we know where it is now. Wow. Um, okay. All right, let's... I love that they named the iron golem back here. Did you see that? No, no, no. Yeah, they named him Bob. They're... <laughs> hey, Bob. I bet they're waiting for 1-5, and then they'll actually rename him. Yeah, Bob's, that's, that's Bob's just like, Bob. And, and Waldo escaped. <laughs> Waldo the escaped golem. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. All right. This is awesome. Over here at TNT and Enderman. Yep, there it is. Very cool. And then you got a snowman here. Just They must have spent a lot of time in creative mode. Did I mean, wait, wait. No, they didn't you, do creative mode, did they? They did this no, all in survival. No, Joe, everybody's in survival here. Uh, look I at know. this. Look at this. You walked in. You didn't even come back out here. Did what? you notice what, you what, walked what? into the mouth of a ghast? Holy smokes, that is a ghast. <laughs> you didn't Bringing even... flash. Uh, no, of course you noticed them. It's probably flashbacks for you. Yeah, um, let's <laughs> a little bit of gas PTSD. Hey, yeah. look um, here's Steve, yeah. and he's got a pig. And over <laughs> here we got Sue, Steve and Sue. All right, very good. And the observation, observation tower. tower. Okay, that's a tall tower. Press button for exit. Oh. Um. Oh, jeez. Whoa! <laughs> oh, hey, you can get out this way. <laughs> What's it say here? There, are, there two are two buttons which must be pushed before the exit will be opened. Follow the redstone path. Be sure to have the proper equipment before venturing onward. Oh, that's a scary statement. Well, wait a minute. Did you... Uh, where, where are we? I don't know. Well, follow the redstone path. Okay. Did you push the two buttons? No, I haven't pushed anything yet. Well, what are you doing? I'm following the redstone path. This I... is the maze. Oh, Whoa. hey, I found a door. Oh, what does that say? Exit, this way. Exit. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. Exit. Exit. <laughs> Exit. <laughs> Exit. <laughs> All right, I think I might teleport back to the outside. One way only. Whoa, Holy look up. smokes. This is fantastic. Look at the creeper on the walls yeah. and Enderman on the wall. Okay, I will uh Okay, this is this is one of the grander picks we've had in a while. This is whoa. So I'm I'm going up here. And and then here's the train to the observation tower. Did you see this? 
Uh, no, I was too busy falling. Remember? <laughs> so wait, let me walk back inside here. There's probably a chest. Is there a chest for? Well, I don't think we're supposed to be where we are. Well, right here. There's a. Well, this... no, I don't. I don't know if we're supposed to be able to get there easily. Oh no, I'm on the stairs heading up the inside of the train, the tower. All right, so I'm gonna get a mine cart here. Or why can't I get oh, a mine this goes cart? Down. I don't know. Oh, it's coming up something differently. All right, here we go. They're going to come in here and everything's going to be so oh, different. Oh, it's All not right. working. Push me. There you go. Yay. Whoa, whoa, yay. yay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and there goes the sound, <laughs> like it always does. And I'm up at the top. Yay, I'm up here. Yay. Nice. <laughs> and there's snow up here. I'm on top of the dome. Really? And I can walk on the dome and look down and see the gas. That's fantastic. Whoa, that is so that is so weird. I'm like walking up here on top of the dome. Oh, you can get a really good view of the Enderman up here too. Oh, wow. That and the is... other dome. Well, let's go hit the other dome. All right, so I'm going to fly over there. Yeah. And... I think we should go in the actual entryway. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to do. I'm flying down here. Oh, wait. I got to go around to the front here. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait. So I need to go All to right. the Dome Village. All right. Yeah, this to the right. Yeah. All right. And it goes down. Oh, I like that. It goes underneath. Yep. Yeah. So you don't disturb the fields above where the animals are. All the, <laughs> bad, the, bad, the bad, sheep. Bad. We're going to have to have a discussion about limitations on livestock. <laughs> <laughs> Walkabout um, Road. Where'd you go? Oh, you went up there. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm flying around. Oh, a couple of golems here, some villages. Oh yeah, some villagers. Well, they said there was a village in here, and of course, we're but we're missing the big thing, which is if you come back out here. Yeah. Oh wow, big cathedral. Yeah. <laughs> and they got they got a mushroom. What's up, mushroom? Yeah. One of the elusive mushrooms. Oh wow, this is really pretty. And yeah. uh, looks like yeah, Chloe one one zero three is in here. Da Vinci virus. Uh, gr uh, ironically, Grim Reaper is standing behind the uh, altar, though. Uh -huh. um, P.S. It's Norm Girl's birthday. Oh my goodness! Happy birthday, Norm's girl. Happy birthday to Norm's girl. Yeah. And That's we didn't fantastic. even. And we didn't even know. No. This. <laughs> talk about timing. This is pretty amazing. This we is, could spend an entire episode just exploring these two domes. I'm pretty this sure. This is incredible. Remember, you guys, this was done in. Uh, another admin's here. Uh, the <laughs> this was done entirely in survival. Just incredible. This is this is really outstanding. Yep, some villagers up here. Just very very pretty. Mm-hmm. Very pretty stuff. Wow. Let me uh, jump back here. I'm following you. Oh, I just went outside just to take a look at it from the outside. And this is all covered in a dome, and, you know, they do that because there's so there's no snow on everything, you know. That makes sense. Yeah, they are in a snow biome. I love the fields. Look at the fields oh, down here. Oh, wow. That looks impressive. Yeah. And the scarecrows. Oh, it's raining outside the dome, but inside. Oh, no. But inside, it's oh, well. nice and dry. Yeah, nice and dry. 
And the sec I love the domes kind of intersect here. The way they've they've mapped the domes against each other. Wow. So and look, here's Gnome's Girl herself right here. Oh, really? Storm's Girl. Yeah, she's right here. With a birthday cake and a sign that says happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> what is this? This seems kind of sad in a way. Where's Norm? Where's Norm himself? Norm's girl's just out here with the cake all by herself. Why does that seem sad? Where's Norm at, man? Where's he at? I don't know. We should we should teleport him up here. Yeah, that's they're both stuck on the side of the dome. But yeah, that this is, is fantastic. I am super impressed. Uh, wow. You know, the more the more stuff I see on the server, the more I'm amazed at what people are are able to build. And and I think. If you come over, you see where I went? Yeah. You come over here and look at this large flat area with a couple of towers that are getting started. Yeah. I have a feeling this is the next project. Yes. <laughs> they cleared this area. Yep. And they're getting underway. So that is awesome, you guys. Can't wait to see what the next server showcase they come up Definitely. with. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Now, remember, you guys, if... If you want to uh, show off your creations, head over to our website, geekgamer.tv slash minecraftme, or you can head over to minecraftme.com. And there, all you got to do, right-hand side of the page, there's a button, server showcase nomination form. Click that button. And, you know, if there's something really cool that you want to show off in the server, even if you made it, go ahead and nominate. That's that's A-OK. -okay. Um, I want to give a shout-out here to all the people that are, are currently in the server right now. As you can see, their names on the screen. You guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us uh, as we record the show live. Now, we typically do the show live every Thursday evening, 8 p.m. Pacific now, at live.geekgamer.tv, unless I screw up, and then we start late. But typically, we're going to shoot for 8 o'clock. That's our new goal going forward, uh, unless there's uh, other prior commitments. But keep an eye on the calendar but uh, thanks for joining us, you guys, uh, all you guys that are here. If you see your name, tell a friend that you said, hey, I'm here. And there's Norm's girl right there. Thanks so much, you guys. Awesome, yeah. awesome stuff. Woo! All right, Joe. Well, let me hit the right button there. There we go. So we have a, a lot of great questions. Uh, no uh, voicemails, but we do have a couple of video questions. So let's jump to it. It's time for some Minecraft Me messages. It's time to dip in the old mailbag. It's time for Minecraft me messages. All right, so we got a couple of uh, a couple of um, of messages and video ones, and hey, here's the first one. I just wanted to ask you if you could do an episode on 3D art, because I've been doing a little bit of 3D art, and I want to know a bit, like a few tricks to it. And um, I wanted to know how much of your own money has been put in to the show. Because the show is that great and has to be a lot. Thanks for listening to my question. All right, Joe. Now, that kind of looked like you. I'm just... That kind of looked like you. I, I don't know what to tell you. All right, all right. So it was a two-part question, and he was talking about, well, we call it pixel art. What was he calling it? Well, he was calling it 3D art, right? 3D so pixel art, art is yeah. is like on a flat plane, right? Uh, you know, we we did the uh, we did the feature of the Brony uh, area a while yes, ago. That's right, yeah. And uh, that that's all pixel art. So it's think of it as like 
old school Mario sprites, that sort of idea. Right. Just individual pixels. Okay. He's talking more about 3D art, and in his case, he had a, obviously had a lot of player models. We have a couple of those on the server, but 3D art is more like um, you know building it in 3D. Right. I would okay. argue. I would argue that what we just looked at in the showcase that is 3D art. So, uh, any tips for him? Any tips? Uh, Gosh, <laughs> I don't have any to be honest with you. I know I'm, that I'm not an artist. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I know that uh gosh I you know what I'm stumped it doesn't and oh 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 um Jay Huckabee in the IRC has a great tip use creative mode <laughs> actually that's a good idea go into single player go creative mode and yeah. practice yeah um, now obviously you're shooting from your looks like your minecraft pocket edition so if you made those in pocket you are in creative mode by the way if that's impressive you did that on mm -hmm. pocket I I give my hat hat off to you there. That is awesome. So yeah, practice, practice, practice. But really, tips. Uh, just try to remain proportionate. I guess if there's any good tip to give. This well, and and if you base it off an existing 3D model, especially if you're building it off of something that's already in Minecraft. Right. Everything in Minecraft is already based on squares anyway, so it should be pretty easy to make. If you're, um, you know, it's a really good opportunity to do. Uh, like a custom uh, custom skin. If you want to do a giant statue of your player, right? Just use the basic Minecraft player and then put your skin on the outside layer. And actually, that's the other thing too. Is even though it looks solid, it doesn't have to be solid. That's you true. You only need the outside to present what you want to see. So that's don't true. waste all the blocks filling it in the middle. Yeah, just just an so. outside shell. Yeah, and uh, work from the bottom up because it's really hard to work from the top down, especially when, you when you're not in creative in midair. Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, hey, uh, the other question, uh, uh, how much have we spent? Um, I'll save the best answer for, for last, but Joe, how much have you spent on the show? Or I guess overall, maybe on podcasting, because just, just to say on the show would be not exactly accurate. So, <coughs> Well, um, in addition to the myriad of microphones that you've recommended over the years. Just two. Uh, <laughs> just two. Just two. Well, I've uh, I've spent a fair bit of chunk, a uh, fair bit of change upgrading the server a few times. I've uh, upgraded other gear for that. I've, you know, done that sort of thing. Airline tickets to go places, of course. All those sorts of things. Yes. Um, I've been doing this for seven years. Eight years. I always forget. Now we're in 2013. Eight years I've been doing this. So just, it's a lot. Traveling. Uh, new equipment, replacing equipment, uh, internet bill. I mean, there's so much. Um, I'll, let me just put it this way. Donations are great, and I love them very much, but they don't even come to a fraction of the investment that I've put into this over the years. Not even close. Um, why do I still do it? Because maybe someday, someday, we'll crack that proverbial glass dome we'll we'll crack through it and i can do this full time but in the meantime we do the show all right here's the next uh, video question hey joe and chase uh i was wondering if you knew any way to easily resolve id conflicts with different mods i'm trying to kind of create my own version of feed the beast and computer craft and ic2 keep conflicting with the IDs, if you could help me out, I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you. 
All right, Joe, this is more of a server admin question, so I'll let you take this one. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, actually, uh, that's that's not something I've had to deal with, uh -huh. so I, I really can't say that, that I have a method to do that. All right. Uh, um, my guess is you probably will find out a lot more information. You'll probably find out as much as I can tell you. Uh, Jay just Huckabee by doing, says, doing some, uh, yeah. Jay Huckabee says in our chat they shouldn't conflict. What? They, um, they shouldn't con conflict. Just get the latest versions of each. Yeah. So that's probably good advice. The other, the other one too is, uh, um, if they're both used. So the the one of the unique things about Feed the Beast is the the guys who put that together actually went around as opposed to um, uh. Uh, tech it. They actually requested, you know, talk to each of the mod makers and got permission to include it in their kit. So they made special versions just for Feed the Beast. So you might be able to pull, like uh, Mr. Thompson says, pull the versions from Feed the Beast if you are having conflicts, because those are designed to work together. Okay. And you can pull apart, download Feed the Beast and pull it apart, and then use the plugins from that independently. The other thing too is uh, dig through the the code for the actual plugin. They're all jar files. They're all openable. They might be a little hard to see, but you should be able to modify stuff manually that way. And uh, hopefully you only have to do it once. Um, and then Google is always your friend. Uh, some Google searches will probably find you a lot of information on how to do that. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some... I mean, it seems like it'd be a, a significant problem already if there are some standardized techniques for dealing with this sort of issue. Fair but enough. There you go. Sorry, it's not, not a problem I've ever had to deal firsthand with. Yeah. I have a lot of other issues I've had to deal with firsthand. That's not one of them. Next, uh, now time for some written questions. First one comes in from an old favorite, Master Creator 101. Writes in and says, Hi guys, this was brought up on the forums and I'm wondering if you can answer this question once and for all. Quote from Mavic. Since the update to 147, many people have spawned in a map called Base. It's a super flat map. Last time this happened, Chase got on and sort of in an anonymous way said Base wasn't supposed to exist. You weren't supposed to be there. We were all confused, and he said he couldn't answer our questions. Then he closed the server for a few hours. <laughs> what is base? Base was thought as of a heaven, Herobrine's home, a ghost world, a testing world, the old world. Then at the bottom of the server info details under map, it's listed as base. So what is it? Hope this wasn't too long, which it was. Thanks, guys. Still loving the show, the server, and the community. All right, Joe. What is it? You don't need to worry about it. All right, very good. Let's go on to the next question, shall we? Next question comes in from <laughs> <laughs> Boo, Boom uh, Riri, uh, Riri in the game. Hi, Chase and Joe. Did you guys ever think about setting up a virtual geocaching server for Minecraft? As I know both of you have done some geocaching, I thought it would be cool. Also, I'm also an experienced geocacher and would be glad to moderator on the server for caching. From Riri. Uh, thanks for writing in. You know, I love the cache, and uh, I think geocaching on the server would just be way too easy because someone would just hit F3, they would just go to those coordinates, and they would be there. But I, the thing about yeah, but that's that's how that's how they work in in geocaching. You just look at your GPS receiver and yeah, but go I to those coordinates. But I can't typically you know walk through just straight through the country and through people's yards and 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 go. Is straight through the forest in a straight line. Most people can do that, you know, in the game for the most part. Terrain isn't that violent, or is it? I don't know. Maybe we should do something know. like that where, like, we make, like, these, like, rivers of lava, 
and like you you have to go through a certain path. I don't know. Seems like the river of lava would be more obvious than just giving the coordinate. Yeah, I guess so. I like the idea. Once we make some yeah. changes, I, I think I want to implement that. So we'll, we'll yeah. make. It, that well, it seems like we could we could actually what we could do is is put some chests that are not removable but right. publicly accessible in places, and um, start a sort of start like an area on the forums maybe for people who've discovered them, right? And not make it a you know here's the coordinates. It's a if you stumble across them, you can write the coordinates down over here if you want to, right? You yeah. know. That sort of thing. Yeah, we could we, or, we could come or, up with or or the actually the geocache would take you to one place and you know you'd have to go to another place from that point. You know, there's many different ways of doing it. We could have it so you open a geocache and it teleports you to a random location. Yes, I like that. And then you're out in the middle of nowhere and it strips you from all your inventory. No, uh, <laughs> that seems kind of mean. I know. So there, uh, I don't know. We'll have to think about it. And yeah, look into it. that does sound like kind of a cool idea. I, I think, like. It. I think there are ways we can do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll have to think about that. Up and coming wrote in and said, Hey guys, I've always wondered, and sorry if you've mentioned this, but what do you guys do right after Minecraft me is done? Do you get a drink of water? Continue talking to Joe. I was just curious. Yeah. Sometimes we have things we have to talk about. Sometimes we hang out with you guys. Uh, sometimes I get started we've taken on, calls in the past. We've taken calls after live shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, tonight I will be talking to Joe briefly and then going to bed. Uh, I'll be editing this tomorrow. Uh, so that's what's happening to, on this show. Um, but yeah, now we uh, we're, we're good friends. We've known each other for many years, so you know sometimes this is one of the few opportunities during the week where we have time to catch up. So we just kind of just bull, bull, yeah, blank. <laughs> <laughs> Caught myself there. Chat. We just chat. We just chat. We gossip. Yeah. We tell stories about John. <laughs> uh, J Geek W wrote in from Lake Wales, Florida. Joe and Chase love the show. I know you extensively researched Hero Brian Legend and proved that it was nothing more than a hoax. What's curious is that in the latest news on Mojang's website, the change log for the Redstone pre-release includes, at the end, removed Herobrine. Logically, that means somewhere in the game, Herobrine did in fact exist. Is there some explanation of this? J-Geek, you're falling into their trap, man. Get out of there. It's, it's, a, it's an inside joke. Notch really loved it when it first came out. He liked the story, the backstory that was created for it. And so they have been inserting removed Hero Brine every once in a while in every in in a patch. Probably not every patch, but every maybe fifth or sixth patch, they'll re, they'll add an extra line at the bottom that just says removed Hero Brine. And uh, they've been doing it for uh, at least a year, if not if not two years now. So now yeah, uh, that's nothing new. Now got an email here from Matt Turvey. Uh, it's a little long to read here, and there's a lot of I guess inside stuff that I won't read. Uh, but basically, um, thank you for the email, and I'll be writing back to you. So there's a lot here. <laughs> so, And it's not one of those, sorry if this message was too long. It was just a nice, well-written, long email. Um, hi, Joe and Chase. I'm a big fan of the show, um, and I play a lot of Minecraft. But for some reason, sometimes my game stops and says Minecraft has run out of memory. Any idea how to fix this? Sometimes it does this when I'm offline. Please help. How much basic question how much memory do you have uh oh, that's that's not actually the question oh no because minecraft by default by the default launcher only grabs up to one gig of ram all right so what would cause him to get the run minecraft has run out of memory 
Well, exactly that. It's only grabbing one gig of RAM. So if you're in a big map or if you're playing in a in a server and you've moved a long distance, it'll cache a lot of that content in memory. And ah. honestly, Minecraft is not that memory efficient. So your best bet is to go ahead and use a launcher or something like that and make sure you allocate more memory to Minecraft. Just to give you an idea, on my launcher, my default uh, settings, uh, if I can figure out where the heck they are. Where is it? It's not there. There it is. No, that's not it. All right, I'm having a hard time finding it. <laughs> I give it way more memory than what it needs. Uh, something like, um, I thought it was right there. Uh, something like like eight gigs or, or more. And it's really more than it, it should have or really more than it needs. There it is. I actually give it four gigs of RAM. And uh, that's sort of my default. I used to give it more memory, but I have other things on the computer that run um, primarily another Minecraft server. And... Um, so I don't have as much to give it away to give it anymore. But yeah, the more uh, use a launcher, or there's a few different command line tricks you can do. But give it at least uh, two to four gigs of memory, and you shouldn't have a problem anymore. Very good. So, but yeah, that's probably what's going on. Or you have a really old computer with not very much memory, and you are actually filling up the computer's memory. But it's more likely Minecraft's only grabbing a gig. Yeah, and you're filling that up. Last question comes in from Ari Ben. Hey Joe and Chase, I love your show and. And how instead of hunting down articles on the internet, I can just sit down and watch the show. I have a smaller server for me and my friends that is hosted by Fragnet, and the IP consists of numbers. It would be really I'd really like to customize it. Is there any way to do this? Thanks, and I'll be likely checking out your server shortly. Well, real easy. Uh, go and spend ten dollars. Go over to Namecheap.com. They're not a sponsor of the show, but we use them, and they're good. They support anti-piracy. Uh, they don't support re legislation like CISPA and that's, that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, but go over there and get yourself a, a domain. Say, for example, AryBenserver.com. Then what you do is you go in and you change the C name, uh, DNS, to whatever that IP is. And so whenever anybody connects to that IP, uh, that name, so you say com colon default Minecraft port, whatever you're using, that's your customized name. We do the same thing for yeah. our server, the exact same thing. Yeah, so, Jay Huckabee wants to correct you. It's not a C name. Oh, it's actually an A record. A record. A C name points at another another name. So yeah, uh, the, A record. That's, that's, that's one way to do it. Yeah. If, you, if you want to put money Thanks, into Jay it, that's Huckabee. a great way to do it. Ten bucks. Um, the, Easy. The, another option that I really like is if you go to afraid.freedns.org, and again, they're not a sponsor, but I use them a lot and really, really like it. Um, they'll actually let you sign up on most of the domain names that are already registered with them. They're not a registrar, but you can host your DNS through them, and I have a few domains hosted there. And you can have a subdomain at a lot of the different domains they have. So you could have aryben.afraid.org point at your server or something like that. That so, works. And that is, that is something you can do totally for free. You don't have to pay them anything if you don't want to. Yeah. That's um, a, but that's a great solution. Awesome solution. Now, don't worry. If your question wasn't answered, it's probably because, A, you didn't use spell check or it wasn't formatted very well or maybe we've already answered the question. We try to go through questions that have not been answered before. But don't don't hesitate. Please send in your questions, your comments, and your emails. Minecraftme at geekgamer.tv. If you have a video question, feel free to do that. Also, you can send us a, a voicemail or an audio file. Uh, if, if you want to leave us a voicemail, just hit our contact page, and there's plenty of ways to do that. Uh, also, want to show everybody here, as you can see here on the on the lovely on the lovely page, 
Uh, many different ways you can get involved in the community. First off, we do have a community forum that I want to encourage you guys to head up. Just go to uh, geekgamer.tv slash forums. Also at the bottom, very, very bottom of the page, you will notice uh, is our our, uh, our Facebook link here. You can like uh, geekgamer.tv on Facebook. And uh, you can always uh, connect with us. There's many different ways of doing that. Uh, if you head up here to where it says Contact Geek Gamer TV, here you can send us an email. There's our voicemail hotline, all that fun jazz and more. And if you want to support us and you like what we're doing, we would appreciate if you throw a couple of bucks in the offering plate. If you click that Donate button there, you can support Geek Gamer Network by shopping at Amazon. If you click this banner before you do shopping, or you can throw in uh, something in the donation box and click Donate. Now, you guys are probably wondering, well, what what is what is my money going to? If I donate to to you guys, what kind of return investment am I possibly getting? Well, thanks to donations and and people who support this show, you've might have noticed a few changes that have have you have already been directly impacted on, and you probably don't even realize it, or maybe some of you do. Geek Gamer DP is now on a uh, dedicated server. It's on a dedicated host. We used to be on shared hosting, and it, and it served us well for a few years as the network was starting to get rolling. But now we're on a dedicated server host, and that's uh, uh, being hosted uh, by a company called Secure Servers, I believe. Someone can confirm that in the chat room, but I believe they're... Secured Servers is the colo, yeah. Yeah, is the colo, and they're based out of Phoenix. They're not the ones sponsoring us, but that's where the box is located. And you'll, one thing you'll notice is the bandwidth is very delicious. So now when you download uh, you know, video files or audio files from our server, it's going to be a lot faster than it was before. Website is going to be a lot more snappier. The forums are going to be snappier. And that's all thanks to our sponsor that we will reveal later on because <laughs> they're not ready to be revealed quite yet. But yes, thank you so much that we now have a dedicated host. Now, uh, you know, we still we still need your help. So if you if you want to contribute, please do so. And to give you another another, I don't know, incentive. Uh, this weekend, I'll be putting out the details in our forums first. I'll have a little blurb about it on the website, but in our forums. So you want to be a part of the community because community is important. But this is for the community. We're going to be launching a Teamspeak server. So while you're playing Minecraft, me or any other game, like say like SimCity. I know even if you, yeah, SimCity or Call of Duty or Battlefield or whatever you're playing, you'll be able to chat with friends in the Geek Gamer TV community. Um, but we'll have a password on it. I mean, you can share it with your friends, but we'll have a password on it. And the only way you're going to be able to get that password is in our forums. So make sure you sign up there. It's absolutely free. There's no strings attached. Uh, we will have a base list of rules like, uh, you know, no being mean to people, <laughs> you know, things like that. <laughs> so uh, so there you go. Uh, a lot of great things happening here at geekgamer.tv, and we're glad to have you guys a part of it. Uh, you know, community means everything to us, and, uh, you know, not just Minecraft, but everything that we do, gaming and geek-related, um, it's always a lot of fun. If you want to, and you should, you can follow this guy right here on Twitter, Joseph Falby. At Falby, F A L B E Y, and uh, there on uh, on the Twitters you will see pictures from from Joe's championship robots. 
and also uh, land parties when he tweets about once a week on average. And that's at Falby, F-A-L-B-E-Y. You can also follow me on Twitter if you guys want to, at Nunes, N-U-N-E-S. And make sure you follow the network on Twitter as well, at GeekGamerTV. You'll know when I'm going live for special shows, when we're going live for things, um, that sort of thing. One last thing I forgot to mention before we get out of here. I'm going to be transitioning our RSS feeds uh, from FeedBurner to uh, in-house. Uh, basically, the reason why I'm doing this is, uh, you know, if you're in the tech geeky world and you use something called Google Reader, uh, Google Reader is going away in July or June or July. It's, it's, a, it's a month with a J. I know that. And so uh, it, it's made me a little bit itchy about staying with FeedBurner. So I'm going to make the transition and bring the, the RSS generation in-house. So if you subscribe to us on iTunes, there shouldn't be any problem at all for you. However, uh, if you do subscribe to the FeedBurner links themselves, they should also move you over. However, just keep an eye on things over the next few weeks uh, so you don't miss out on any episodes. Um, I will keep you guys updated on all the shows during this process, but I wanted to give you warning before I even started the process so you guys will have the heads up. So keep an eye on your feeds. Keep an eye on your subscriptions. Things should work without a hitch, but just keep an eye. We will see you guys next week for another edition of Minecraft Me. That's Joe Falby. My name is Chase News. Thanks for joining us. Keep digging. <laughs>